On today's episode of Relative Currency. So another obstacle to keeping within budget is the uh, infinite gift list. So, you know, you may be a secret Santa at your job. You may be wanting to buy gifts for every coach, every teacher. Um, You may have a large family and kind of struggle on who's going to get a gift and to what extent. Uh, And for family situations, I would say, you know, outside of in-laws and and family members that you interact with face-to-face on a regular basis, I would avoid doing major spending there. Something like uh, sending a nice Christmas card with a holiday message or, or kind of almost, you know, annual newsletter, info dump with uh, pics, pics of, you know, your doings over the past year should definitely be sufficient. Brother, sister, and cousin, we've been relatives for a while. We're chatting about financial things. We're doing it family style. Cryptocurrency, stocks, and loans. Financial literacy. It'll be that and so much more on Relative Currency. currency fine-tuning financial literacy for the middle class ladies and gentlemen welcome to the episode of relative currency i'm frank here with alicia and we're so glad you could join us today um, if you haven't already please subscribe to the podcast we're on itunes podbean uh, google play spotify and all other major podcast platforms visit relativecurrency.com subscribe to our newsletter get a free wealth building guide which we're sure you'll enjoy um just you know as, as we get down to the end of the year, uh, you know, just just kind of jump right into this topic to, to today is, um, you know, it's the holiday season. And when you're listening to this, um, I, I'm thinking it's going to be in, in early, you know, right, right, probably about three, 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 three and a half weeks before Christmas. And we all, as adults, face the pressure of the Christmas uh, shopping list or, you know, the, the gift giving for family members, whether it be spouse or um, you know, relatives, close relatives, things like that. And it's just always a tough time because many of us end up spending probably more money than we want to um, or not having the money we want in place. And so to, today we're just going to kind of discuss some parameters, one for maybe how much you should be spending, some ways uh, that you that you could be kind of saving up for this time of year, and then also looking at some, some economical gift ideas that could help you, um, you know, not break your budget. So what, I, what I'll start with is, uh, you know, there, there's some interesting numbers out there and credit counseling services and, and, and kind of economists say you should only be spending about one and a half percent of your gross annual income on Christmas shopping. And I know that's a number that many uh, Americans go over and I certainly go over myself. So just for, for context, if you made $50,000 a year, that one and a half percent would be about $750, which when you think about buying for, you know, spouse and then other family, it's easy to see yourself going over those numbers. So the other side of that is um, the 50, 20, 30 rule, which is, 
you know, 50% on necessary things, 20% saving and, and then 30% on kind of, um, things that you want. So 50% would be obviously things you need. 20% is, you know, your savings and emergency things. And then 30% kind of on um, discretionary purchases. And so some people say just, you know, you can kind of bump, use 30% of, you know, the last, you know, few, few uh, months paychecks to kind of supplement your Christmas um, spending. Uh, one thing that, that, that uh, my wife did, which I think really smart this year was she started a, what they call a Christmas club at a credit union. And a lot of credit unions have this where you can, have a literal, it's like an account just for a Christmas club where you can only put in, you can put in, you know, whatever, 10, 15, 20, $25 pay periods. So, you know, you can end up with a few hundred dollars at the end of a year that can kind of really boost your um, holiday spending. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to, to, to kind of manage it. Um, I, th I think one of the main things we want to consider is just the expectations of, of gift giving. I think for a lot of us, we feel like every year we have to do bigger and better or get something else. And I think it's also, it's important to have the context of, Hey, how much do I want to spend? What can I do to give someone a gift that really resonates versus it just costs a lot. Um, and, and just figuring out how to make that work. So Alicia, I just want to you to jump in and kind of share maybe some gift ideas that you may have used or strategies that you might have to kind of, you know, avoid going over and spending, you know, way more than you set out to. Yes, and this is uh, honestly a struggle that I deal with every year, and I'm I'm hoping uh, I'll I'll still have uh, years left to execute uh, the brilliant strategy that I um, hope to have uh, for holiday gift giving. Um, so for people that are talented uh, in, for example, some form of arts, crafts, um, cooking, baking. For family members or friends that are local, that is um, an option in terms of, you know, baking a pie, a cake, cookies, making fudge, um, doing things like that for holiday gifts um, is definitely uh, something that will keep you within budgetary constraints. And if you are somebody who knits or sews, you know, or does something that can be uh, mailed or sent even to family or friends that are not local, that's another great option uh, that you can exercise as well, as long as you plan ahead, you know, knowing how long it may take, for example, to make mittens or uh, hats for everyone or comfortable socks or some item of clothing that's more extensive, you know, you would have to have planned for that. But that's definitely something that will allow you to avoid overspending. Um, another thing that you can do, um, and honestly, whether or not you have uh, children, um, and it also is, works and is really cute if you have pets, is doing something like a calendar gift or some sort of personalized gift. And that's often a very reasonable um, item to do, you know, to send a mug um, with with a picture of you on it or a picture of you and yourself on it or a picture of your kids on it or a picture of, you know, you and your pet on it. Um, and those are usually something that you can obtain that's, you know, often per item, you know, you, you can definitely keep it under $25 um, and certainly shouldn't go over 50, even if you're doing like a 12 month calendar featuring, you know, different family members in it. So uh, another obstacle 
to keeping within budget is the uh, infinite gift list. So, you know, you may be a secret Santa at your job. You may be wanting to buy gifts for every coach, every teacher. Um, you may have a large family and kind of struggle on who's going to get a gift and to what extent. Uh, and for family situations, I would say, you know, outside of in-laws and, and family members that you interact with face-to-face -face on a regular basis, I would avoid doing major spending there. Something like uh, sending a nice Christmas card with a holiday message or, or kind of almost, you know, annual newsletter, info dump with uh, pics, pics of, you know, your doings over the past year should definitely be sufficient at the most, maybe like a, a small value Amazon gift card. Um, but you do have to to be reasonable. Nobody's going to be able to stay within budget buying gifts for 50 or more people. And it, and this is a real thing, uh, particularly for people of color, that we very much may have big families and a lot of people that we're interacting with, but you just cannot buy gifts for everyone. Um, so if you have something that's, you know, very meaningful to you that you want to convey through a gift, you know, that's one thing, but you may may very well be able to convey that sentiment without spending a lot of money. So again, things that are personalized, things that are very uh, specific to an individual that show that you're attuned to them. So rather than just spending money, a gift that's very thoughtful, that very much shows that you um, are thinking about them and that you've heard what their interests are, that often is something that you can accomplish without spending a large amount of money. So I would say that those are some guardrails, hopefully that will keep you from, uh, you know, sliding into credit card debt and spending the beginning of the new year paying off, um, you know, excessive purchases during the holiday season. No, that's really, really good advice. I, I really like the you know the the, the artist the art the artistry which I don't have any ability to really do but do it with, but any of that the baking um, those those are things that I've seen people do um, it's funny because my wife is is a great baker my daughter actually has some pretty good craft skills so I mean those are things that are just interesting just that, that that I hear but you know one of the things that that I also find um, useful is um, you know, obviously the gift gift cards are really good. They're important. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of giving just straight cash because it feels like, ah, you know, it doesn't feel like, um, I, I like the gift card because at least it feels like, okay, you can get what you want. If I don't know exactly what you want. There's also the idea of, of, of kind of maybe seating somebody for it with an experience, like maybe, uh, getting them to a restaurant where they can at least pay for part of their entree. Maybe you can't cover the whole meal or even buying, you know, Groupon or something in the local area and, and giving it, giving to them as a gift, right? Like, Hey, I saw that there's this thing and you guys could do it as a family. And yes, it's discounted, but certainly it's still a gift because you thought of it. And I think that's the other thing too, is like not getting caught up again, like you said, like in the amount of money, but in the thought put into it, thought put behind it. So just understanding experience that people may not have done because a lot of times, 
you know, for, for myself, just traveling a lot and I'll see stuff and we'll, I'll go and do stuff and people who live there won't have done it. I'd be like, oh, well, you should you know do that. You should try that. So being able to, you know, give people with those kind of experiences, whether it be like museums or, you know, excursions in their city, those are things that are really good too and that can keep you um, in, in, in budget or without, you know, going over, um, you know, because that's really the biggest drawback i would say like to 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 the pressure of giving gifts is that you come out of the next year as we've talked about many times and you're now you're in a cycle where you're chasing your tail for the first quarter of the year to get back on track and that's not how you build wealth i think that you know we not not to make this a larger conversation about that but it's just like if you keep repeating the cycle of overspending during christmas and then it takes you you know you know three you know a quarter to half the year to get back right you're not though that that time you're paying off that debt, you're not building wealth, you're not investing, you know, you're not um, you know, maybe you know, getting things you need, you're just trying to pay off stuff you already purchased. And so that that just puts you behind the eight ball. So I would just say that if anything, the posture and understanding, even I would say, even with close, close relatives like brother, sister, spouse, you know, obviously things like that, you know, if you if you have a year where you say, hey, look. I need to, we're going to go a little bit small this year. Is that okay? You know, just, just, just so people's expectations won't be disappointed, right? If you, maybe you've done a lot every year and, and, and the problem is you, you're your own worst enemy because you're, you're such a great gift giver and you have a great standard, but this year, you know, you, you're not able to do that. So just also being real with people, it's like the, the Christmas season, as we know, certainly is, is not about gifts. We know it is the greatest gift given, which is Jesus Christ, you know, the, um, son of God, you know, that redeemed all man, we won't, you know, do the Sunday school lesson now, but I think that's where we need to maybe sure we get back to not saying sending out, you know, tracks or anything, but just overall making sure that what's our heart posture and giving these gifts, are we, are we, are we striving to meet a standard that it doesn't even matter? We're not going to be able to save anybody with our Christmas gift. So it's like, we shouldn't be putting ourselves in a hole with it. So, um, I don't really have anything else. I think you gave some great ideas and great suggestions. So, um, you know, Lisa, did you have anything else before, you know, we we kind of, I guess, closed out? I would say one last thing is consider also family gifts. Um, so, for example, rather than trying to send a gift to, you know, person, spouse, and each individual offspring, perhaps, you know, find something that would bless the whole family as a unit. Um, and it could be something like a, a gift basket. That's just an example. Um, it could be some form of uh, something educational or, you know, even if you went so far as to, you know, if you knew that they didn't have this because you were close and you were talking to them, something like a zoo passes. Um, you know, or a zoo membership, just things like that. And um, I have also found that magazine subscriptions can be a very good gift, particularly if you identify a magazine that's that's in line with the recipient's interest. And and that can be a very thoughtful gift that doesn't have to break the bank. Oh, that's very, very good. Again, um, you listen to Relative Currency. You can get this podcast or any other on iTunes. Podbean, all other major podcast platforms. Um, just to underscore what Alicia said, man, just, I would say go back and listen to this, you know, 
from you know just just get get i would say this is a this is a playbook even if, if you've already started even if you've already messed up for this year say this for next year you know get your budget in in, in you know in check you know check your inventory of what you can do and, and things like that i think that's just so important i think that um you know we we often miss the little things we can do that really really matter um and so just in this holiday season you know we want to wish you know don't don't be stressed you know um, you know, one of the things that even even I would say we didn't talk about this before the show, but just we like doing this because we just feel like we're we're sharing, you know, our experience, our knowledge with people. And that's a gift, you know, just just this this conversation, these experiences, being able to share those things with people, um, being around people you love is, is is so important, even more important than being able to send a gift. So um again, like want to thank you guys for listening. Um, we always appreciate your support. Um, visit relativecurrency.com, subscribe to the newsletter. Get a free wealth building guide. Um, be safe during the holiday season. Um, like I said, we love you guys. For Alicia, I'm Frank. We'll see you guys very soon on another episode of Relative Currency. Thank you for listening to Relative Currency. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and other major podcast platforms.